Welcome to the Fitness Tech Podcast, show number 38, recorded on July 14th, 2011. I am your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting from a very murky and a very hot Omaha, Nebraska, and posted live each week on TheAverageGuy.tv. You can contact the show. Uh, just send us an email, podcast at TheAverageGuy.tv, or find us on Facebook by searching for The Average Guy Network. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jay Collison. Joining me today is uh, the trainer... And uh, kind of a short timer trainer yes. and running partner Jamie Eichmeyer. Jamie, right. how are you today? Good. How are you, Jim? I am doing well. It's it's a kind of a yucky day outside. It kind of is. I've moved all my running indoors just because it's that time of the summer when yes. everything's Easy ugly. And humid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Jamie, you're going to be uh, changing roles here at Gallup here. I in, am in the next couple in the next week. Although it right. keeps getting extended. Yes, because I keep extending it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> it was supposed to be last Friday, and then it's now it's this, this Friday, Friday, but now it's next Tuesday. Well, next Tuesday it's for not for work; it's just for fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but officially, you're you're transitioning home. Yes. With your children starting right. Friday. Friday. Right. Yeah, we'll have to figure Friday out. Friday after 5 p.m. The, uh, it's been nice. Uh, it's been great having you on campus because it makes these podcasts easy to do. You right. know, we get together at lunch, sit yes. down, knock them out. But we'll have to figure out a different way to do that here in the future. So We'll get it done. Either via mm-hmm. Skype or, or maybe we go live and we do some. We can do some video. We did video last night on That's the, home, true. the home server show. We're going to do video tonight for the, uh, for the home tech show. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we've got some we got some good technology going on and we're, we're making. I it. just set up my own blog spot now, so I'm going to work oh, on good. vlogging. So what is that? Um, training notes from the machine. Wow! Training notes from the machine. Yes. Blogspot. Right. Com. Yes. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. From the machine, I like that. Right. Well, with us today is also David Sievers. David, how are you Great. doing today? Hello, both of you. Good Thanks for joining you. us, Dave. Thank yeah. you. Good to have you back. We yes. had you back on Podcast 22. I just made that up. I have no idea if that's right. <laughs> um, but uh, we had you back, uh, oh, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, eight weeks ago. It was a while ago. We talked a little bit about your the preparation for your uh, for your Ironman coming yeah. up, Ironman Canada, mm-hmm. Ironman Vancouver. Iron Man, there's a tick. Yeah, there you go. But it's they're really calling it Iron Man Vancouver, right? Iron Man Canada. I think. Canada. Yeah. Okay. Well, hmm. That's a big country. Well, that's the only is. Iron Man they do. They in? just added a new one for next year, actually, in I think the Montreal area. Wow. But the Penticton version has been uh, around for quite a while since okay. the original. Good. Wow. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and uh, and excited for you. That's coming up here in the next thirty days, and uh, you had a is that right? Thirty? Approximately no, about forty five days. And a half weeks. Yeah, seven weeks. Forty five days. End of August, right? Yeah. Great. And if folks wanted to get information on that Iron Man and wanted to see what we were talking about, I mm-hmm. assume they have some kind of website that you probably check you on a daily Google, basis. Google Iron Man. Uh, you might get the movie, but uh, Iron Man Canada would get you there for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, good. Well, Dave, thanks for coming. Uh, so, Jamie, mm-hmm. uh, in this transition that you're making, uh, we're going to still try and get you on yes. and do the podcast, and for you'll be sure. doing some blogging. And yeah, you, know, you can still blog at the average guy too. I mean, you oh, I plan on doing right, that that's, too. That's good. Watch we, out for those. <laughs> we we have you out there, and and so uh, we wish you the best of luck as you do that. I won't get to see you every day. I know. Going to be sad, but hopefully every weekend. Runs. Yeah, some runs. Yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get some runs in, and if you're here in the Omaha area, Any events. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, some races coming up. We got Corporate Cup. Um, that's the big event. The registration just opened for that. Uh, right. Benefits the American Lung Association. I'll let listeners know. I'm actually trying to raise money for that this year. You know, okay. typically we just run that, and I thought, oh, what the heck? If I'm going to run it, I might as well try that's and awesome. raise some money on it. Raise some money for it. So I'll put a link in the show notes to the the fundraising site if you want to go out a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever. 
um, you can contribute and that will go right into the fund. I don't get anything for that. Right, no, it's not. It's all for the American Lung Association. Just for the American Lung Association, and I know Gallup um, uh, pays for our entry, entry fee, fee into that. Yes. And is there a goal for Gallup this year? Um, to get numbers? as many um, runners and walkers as possible. Last year we had ninety nine finishers, and mm. the goal this year would be like one fifty. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. wow. I think we need to pick up walkers. That's I think the that's next. That's the key. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the next. A segment of individuals that were we, we've got a lot of runners doing it. And we may have maxed our per capita running right. folks. Right, you're only going to get so many out of you know we're not going to get all 600 on the campus to run it. No, right? so we, we probably need to work on. I mean, on the it's walk- only walkers. two mile walk, so yeah, I have to get with Wolfie. Mm-hmm. We'll have to push the the two mile walk. It's it's yes. you did it one year, right? Last year I did the two really? mile. I was injured. So I did oh, the two-mile right. walk. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I grabbed everyone I could to walk with me because I'm like, you could do a two-mile walk, you know, and bring the family. You could push, you know, your dog if you wanted to or your kids, and it's perfect just for everyone. It's yeah. for the whole family, and it's a great time. It they is. had how many people? 10,000 was there last year? I'll, I, I think just over 10 or tw- yes. ten or 11, and I think they're thinking maybe 15 right. this year is their yes. goal. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, uh, Google Omaha Corporate Cup, and you'll mm-hmm. get an opportunity to see that. And uh, it's very, it's a very reasonable race if you it just is. want to run it on your own. It's $15 and just to participate. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And ship mm-hmm. timing, and right. there's a whole bunch of people out there, and the, the Orpheum, or not the Orpheum, but the, the uh, Civic. Civic Center is mm-hmm. open for that event. and, and uh, On the inside of the Civic, they have a lot of different vendors who gives away a lot of free stuff. You can get a lot of free food, free cereal. Even in the basement, there's a lot of free stuff. And then afterwards, after the event, there's still giveaways, too. Awesome. Dave, is Corporate Cup on your schedule for this year? It's, it is uh, after the Ironman. If I have anything left in the tank, I hope to have a good effort. If there's mm-hmm. nothing in the tank, I hope to have an effort. Just go out and have fun. Kind. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. run it for fun. It's flat and fast. So, it is. It you is. Know. An out and back course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of out and back. It uh, doesn't exactly come back the same way. Uh, that you come in, you take a few different roads as you get uh, close uh, to the finish line. But a right. little bit of an incline, uh, just a smidge, maybe 25 feet of an incline right. there at the very end. Somewhere in the, oh, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Right right as you're coming yes. up to the finish line, yeah. you make that left-hand turn and yeah. you come in. That's how I know I'm close and I'm yes. always sick as I come down because I'm thinking, oh, I got to go up that hill and I just feel like, you know. Well, and you and I are running it together yeah. this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The goal is to just keep Finally. up with you. I've, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. My training hasn't been the best. And by the way, I've run that one every year except for one, I think, since Gallup moved to Omaha. And if I could harken back and add my congratulations and uh, best wishes to you, Jamie, oh. on your transition. When I when I first started working out here at Gallup, Gallup Fitness Center day one, um, compared to today, I was uh, about 20 pounds heavier. And my 10K time was probably at least 18 minutes slower than no it is today, roughly. So I'm just, wow. I didn't come out of the womb an Iron Man, and, and, you know, there are ebbs and flows during life. And. And that was either an ab or flow. I'm not sure, but it, it was a it was a low point. And hey, uh, you, Jamie, and, and and then Ryan, and everybody else that passed through the fitness center, like you, Jim, and kind of spurred me on to great things uh, since that day. But anyway, good luck to you. And, oh, thank yeah, you, Dave. Hope to celebrate with you out on the course oh, this year. So thank you. It's been so much fun training with you and Jim and everyone, and everyone's so nice. And I mean, it's fun motivating people because then we can motivate each other and. Mm-hmm. 
So it's going to be hard. Yeah, Jamie, you and I have talked a lot about this before, but the key here at Gallup, right, is the group, the group yes. fitness culture. And so if you're yes. listening, you don't work for Gallup and you, you don't, uh, you work somewhere else, obviously. Uh, you can develop that fitness culture in the place that you work. It takes some effort, but it we does. work really hard at it. You don't even have to have trainers to do it. Um, there's groups of us that get together on the weekends to run, and that's not necessarily spurred on by our trainers. You guys don't tell us we have to do that. Right. Um, you know, Dave, you've got some, you've gathered a crowd around you to get help you get ready for the Ironman, and you guys mm-hmm. are doing bricks, and you're, yeah. you're riding and swimming on the weekends. And, and, and so, you know, you got to kind of take charge of your own fitness at that point and say, if you're going to do this, you don't have to do it alone. Gather some folks. Uh, schedule the stuff on Facebook. We've talked about how the technologies in the past to how to get this done. It's not. It's it's hard, but it's not that hard. Right. Having a friend hold you accountable is the way to go. Because doing it by yourself, it's just like, you know, pulling teeth. It's so hard, and it's hard to get motivated. But when you join a friend and a group of friends and people you like to hang out with, then it makes it so much easier. And it's a great social aspect as well. Besides just physical. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Dave, you've inspired folks here at Gallup as well. I mean, you're, you're one of our favorite guests uh, to have here because your story has been one of, of continually pushing it. And you've been, you know, you have been very open uh, to you, you. You trained me a, a lot. You ran with me a lot when we first got started. Um, and you know, I was slow and I know I'm slow and I'm, you know, I'm, I am the 20 pounds heavier that you used to be. <laughs> Right. So, uh, and I've got, you know, I continue, I struggle with my weight. I'm the guy who can eat a donut and it, it doubles in calories as it's going into me. Uh, it's tough. And I'm a big guy, you know, I'm a middle linebacker. That's what I always say. And so it's tough, but I, I've appreciated, uh, you know, your investment into me and into the community and, and what we do from a fitness perspective. That's, that's the important stuff that, that happens. It's mm-hmm. encouraging folks to go out and do a run or be showing up when they are racing or any of those kinds of things. Yeah. And it's amazing. I remember Dave, like you did your first Ironman and it was like unheard of to even do Ironmans. And now like you won't believe how many people have been doing, you know, triathlons and ultimately they want to do an Ironman, but like, wow, that's just for Dave. Cause he's so <laughs> elite, but I want to get there someday. And yeah, I, I never thought I could do it. And yeah, you just start small and just keep chipping away. And it's, it is great to see, um, other other runners, walkers, whoever they wherever they come from, just start. Okay, I'll try a sprint triathlon maybe, and right. and there have been so many great stories over the past couple three years that yeah have have just inspired me uh, during my training, and so and by the way, the Gallup Fitness Center is, is like the Kevin Bacon of fitness centers. You talked about <laughs> about <laughs> about the groups I'm running with training with now, but you can trace them all back kind of through the Gallup Fitness Center yes. and, and the people that I've met through here. So. Um, yeah, again, thanks for, for your leadership. And oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. That's great. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about your effort coming up. Um, we mentioned this again about six, eight weeks ago, um, and you were getting ready. Certainly, I've been uh, tracking your training uh, through Facebook, and, and just I see every day, so we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit about where you're at right now, what kind of what your workouts have been, how they've progressed, how you feel about um, you know, being being uh, six weeks away from the Ironman? Sure. You know, you, you have to sign up for full Ironman races a year in advance, which is, is bad because of the planning uh, aspects, but it's good because all of a sudden now, you know, you're kind of on the clock, and I've been training for whatever, a, a year less, seven weeks, whatever it is, but um, I have a great base uh, underneath me, which, you know, you're out there, and you're doing a run, or you're doing a bike, or whatever, and you're, and you're going the the race pops into your mind the upcoming race and you're you're like can I do this and 
and that the answer mentally is just a stream of workouts, um, you know, starting almost a year ago that pop into my mind and give me confidence. And, um, and right now, um, in, in the toughest part of the training, it's just, you know, feeling like, uh, it's the highest, highest volume doing, um, centuries, hundred mile bike rides. Uh, this weekend we've got a 20 mile run, our first one, um, swim is pretty consistent between, you know, 2000 and 3,500 meters per workout. So that's always up there, but, um, it's, you know, at this point, um, feeling confident, but, uh, always, always tired, always feeling a little worn out, always a little sore at this stage of the game, but knowing that in a few weeks, um, can hit that taper and, uh, and just go from there. So that's where I'm at with training right now. The glorious taper. Ah. That's my favorite mm. part of working out, by the way, is, yes. is when it comes down to the taper. Um, what have you been doing um, or how have you handled your nutrition over the last four weeks? Uh, certainly, you're at the peak of your endurance training right now. It's going gonna, it's gonna to peak out in the next week or two, and then you'll begin that taper down. Uh, how have you compensated from a nutrition standpoint? Um, you know, training is the opportunity to practice um, what you're going to eat on race day, see what works, what doesn't work. And um, you, you'd think you'd, you could wing that on race day. You, you, I've learned that you can. In, in 08 and a half iron, um, I winged it. And um, I don't even remember how great a job I did during the bike. And then the run at some point I just gave up because I couldn't. You, you know, you just have to, you, at the slightest hint of hunger, or the slightest hint of uh, you know low blood sugar if you're just getting frustrated or mad or or ready for it to be done it's, it's red flag you have to pay attention and just eat 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 especially on the bike and so uh, in training I've just been practicing um, less with what to eat because I've sort of found what works for me but more with just that repetitive um, you know rolling buffet on the bike for example and I've got a watch that, um, you know, I'm timing the race, but I also have an interval timer going off every 15 minutes uh, as a reminder, okay, time to eat or drink or both. And so just, you know, rolling that watch during workouts and just having pockets full of food, uh, PBJ, shot blocks, um, you know, of course, Gatorade-type products, rehydrate by Advocare is what works for me. Um, I just, love that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's good. You know, I've the the drink that they're going to have on the race course is called Ironman Perform. Um, I think that is. Gosh, I, I'm not sure which company even makes that. The branding always confuses me. But I've been, you know, um, experimenting with that specific drink as well. Since you can bring some of your own stuff, but then you have to rely on what they provide as well. Um, it's up to you. You don't have to, but you know, if you happen to launch your bike bottles, um, as Jody did yesterday and, you know, on a rough spot on the bike, then now you're for sure reliant on what they have. So you want to, you want to make sure that it does well in your stomach or at least sort of acclimate to it. So that's the bulk of what I've been doing lately is just, you know, doing a lot of eating and working out at the same time, although not during the swim. So would you say up, um, take your carbs over your protein or are you still keeping higher protein with carbs or how are you doing that? Well, wow, that's a great question. The, the only thing numbers wise, I should think about the protein more and I think, I think it's a factor, but I couldn't tell you what percentage it is. The only thing I did, and I, I blogged about it, um, uh, a number of weeks, if not months ago on, uh, Wings like eagles.blogspot.com, I believe. Yeah, good. Um, good pimp there. Thanks, if that's even it. But um, somewhere in there, I just I, I calculated um, using uh, web-based tools 
um, how many calories I might need given, my fin projected finishing time, um, you know, my body composition, et cetera, uh, on and on, figured out how many calories I might need, and then said, okay, what are the kinds of things I've been practicing with, and looked up, okay, how many calories are these exactly, and how much am I eating now, and, and will that, you know, be sufficient to replace um, my deficit on race day, and, and so I just went through um, food by food and just, you know, kept a tally and added it all up, and so I revisited that actually last night, and, um, I, you know, just it's part of the battle plan, just along with setting out running shoes, is okay, exactly how many gels am I going to tape to my bike, how many am I, I going to put in my pocket, um, in my special needs bags, which are things you can pick up halfway through the bike, halfway through the run, whatever you want to put in there. Um, but I know that, uh, for one thing, I've got uh, peanut butter-filled pretzels from Trader Joe's, so there's a little Ooh. protein. Um I should really look into that though and see just mm -hmm. you know what 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 kind of are they quality calories or are they just calories and they feel like they're quality um because they're working during training but um yeah i should I should probably pay attention to that as well, which is exactly what's in there hmm. and then has your sleep changed at all? Do you feel like you're sleeping more now or do you take naps on the weekend it's you that's know, a lot of energy it is i it, this is the point where I really need to pay attention to that it's it is tougher to sleep right now because the training days are longer. So everything, um, you know, that's where maybe a sacrifice might, might happen. Um, or I should really schedule a nap once a week, you know, maybe on my rest day um, because that's important in not getting sick or injured down the home stretch. So mm -hmm. you're right, it, it, this is about the time to start thinking about that. So I probably should start. I am. Um, I store enough calories that I could probably make it through an Ironman without eating. Right. Uh, now, I, I really couldn't do that, right? No, but but um, from a weight perspective, how do you feel about your weight right now, where you're at? Because I know during this kind of training cycle, it's really, really difficult to gain weight. It is. Uh, do you, how do you feel about Um You know, I set a weight goal that I wanted to be at by race day, and I actually achieved that goal probably two months ago. And... Um, which was a little concerning because then I dropped down a little bit below that since. A, a weight goal uh, that was up from it, where you wanted to be? It was down for where, from where I was, okay. but it was approximately equal to where I was in, in 08 during my first Ironman, and okay. I figured, okay, it worked then, so maybe it would work again. Um, and uh, in, you know, and, and I, I do log my weight every maybe once a week, sometimes once a month, but um, you know, and chart that so I can look back. On, on the clipboard and go back to 07 probably and see where I've been and and then but since since I hit my race goal you know well in advance then I thought okay well I I want to focus on eating enough so they don't go too far down and and then I I um I got a little leaner my body fat percent went down has gone down a little bit more and I've pretty much maintained the weight so I think I think I'm going in the right direction but it's again I've only done one full Ironman um and the day can be so crazy. You just never know who, what can happen. I mean, I've I had friends who have lost over 20 pounds during a race because they lost track of their nutrition. Um, so you want to make sure you're in as safest place as possible with that weight. I don't, you know, uh, I set out for a 144. I'm, I'm at about 140 right now. Um, you know, is that going to come back to haunt me? Am I, you know, do I not have the stores that I need? Hopefully four pounds or whatever, three pounds uh won't make a difference. I'm trying to get it up just a little bit, but um, again, it's it, wherever I'm at. It's all about replacing, you know, fueling up, leading to race day, and then on race day itself is just you know, just eating, eating, eating all day. So, but I feel good about it right now. I think. 
How many days a week do you weight train? Um, in the winter, in the off season, it is two to three. Um, and, um, you know, I'll do circuits here at Gallup, which I is sort of a, a fun substitute. I did P90X during the winter, which, which was another different thing that just kept my interest level up and then tried to hit the weight room as well. Mondays are supposed to be weight training days just, um, you know, down the stretch here during the competitive phase, pre-competitive and competitive phase. Um, and I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday that I haven't been in the weight room um, on my scheduled day at all. I've done, oh, ev- no. I've done every single other workout that I was supposed to do, um, you know, 95% of them anyway, but I've not done the weights down the stretch. Um, and for me, that's okay. It's sort of, it's an experiment where I can say, all right, if it doesn't work out this year, then all right, I really need to add that back in next time. Um, but I also, you know, the rest is just so important to me. The, you know, the weekends are tough training weekends and Mondays I've just felt most of the time like I need to rest and that does not include a weight session and I'm okay with it. I've had to, I've had to be smarter and listen to my body um, as I get older. And so that's just one of those things that I, I've decided, all right, I, I had great weight workouts during my base training period. Um, I feel like I'm getting some strength from swimming in my upper body. I'm, my legs are obviously strong from my, you know, uh, run specific and, and bike specific things, namely running and biking. So I, I just I felt like I was just going to risk injury, sickness, um, and maybe burnout by getting in there and just adding an extra thing. And so I've I've actually let them go. But um, on Google Docs, I have all my workouts that I plan out for for a year, and I put uh, green in the cells where I complete the workout, yellow if I complete part of them, and red if I don't. And so. A lot of red on Mondays, green everywhere else. Um, so I'm, I'm accountable for it. I know what I've done and haven't done. But there's a lot of green, and I'm feeling good. And I'm feeling strong despite, you know, despite that lack of uh, weight workouts on Mondays. Oh. That's awesome. You, you mentioned uh, Google Docs. What other yeah. kinds of technologies? I mean, certainly you're using Google Docs to keep track of your stuff. You can get to it from anywhere, yeah. right? What other kind of technology are you using in your training? Um, Google Docs, really quick, has been uh, great because my wife and I are on a similar, if not the same, training schedule. And so we can both look at that and, and uh, you know, make notes and, and, um, and share that resource. Um, I think I mentioned last time I used my fitness pal to track my, my nutrition um, there for a while. Um, I stopped using it once I met my weight goal, but I had a really good uh, data set, if you will, of, of exactly what I was taking in, not only just in terms of calories, but you know, you can break it down in terms of sugar and, and this, this or that vitamin or what have you. That was a great uh, web resource. Um, and of course, I experimented, I can't remember if I mentioned this last time, but a Garmin FR60 is, is the timing device that I've been using. It's non-GPS and uh, it's, it's been exp- an experiment. I've um, I was encouraged by what I read on if you Google DC Rainmaker. He's got some great product reviews of uh, various Garmin devices, and I think other than Garmin as well. But and he's a triathlete himself, so it's a great triathlon blog. But um, from what I read on that site, I, I decided to take the plunge on the um, FR60, and it's it's been good. I'd give it about a B. Um, in that sometimes it's uh, it, it tracks your speeds and, and distance and things um, with an accelerometer. And sometimes if I, you know, a little thing on my shoe, and if I run at slightly faster speeds, um, it's not as accurate. Um, but if I, my normal everyday running pace, it, it does a pretty good job, close enough. And, and, and if I am running yeah, somewhere between, let's just say, 7.30s and 9.30s or something, it's, it's right there with the GPS, kind of scary. But, um, 
but I've enjoyed the heart rate uh, uh, monitoring aspects of this device um, just to get some data and see. Is that a strap? It's heart a strap. strap. Okay. Yeah. That just kills me. I just so wish I could get an accurate one that would just be in the watch. Yeah, you're right. And, mm-hmm. and that's I haven't worn it lately. Partially because of that, and partially just because I have enough odd tan lines as it is um, <laughs> being a triathlete. Yeah, so another. Yeah, odd I just thing. can't. I it bothers me to wear a uh, a tech uh, compression shirt at, at times because of the okay. tightness. Huh. But so I'm 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 a little sensitive to that. Um, yeah. and and I've always worried that strap, you know, right at that level would would really really bother me. Yeah. Um, so I haven't done that. But I, I would never consider it in a race either. And. And well, and there's no multi-sport mode on it. You can't just, with a button click, um, go from swimming to, to biking as others might do, other garments. And um, it's you can't uh, measure distances in the swim with it. And I don't know that you can with other Garmin devices either. But although, I wanted to try something I'd read on that uh, DC Rainmaker site, it, and basically put a swim cap on, then stick your uh, Garmin GPS on your head, then put a, a second swim cap on so it's sort of sealed in there and oh, measure nice. the swim course uh, in that way. Because often um, swim courses just don't seem accurate. It's it's not, there are no stamped, you know, distances like on a running trail, you, you, you wonder. Right. And mm-hmm. and sometimes you wonder, even if it is accurate, just how far did I swim in my weaving right. and bobbing through? That's right, because it, it may go wide. You may go wide in some spots. You yeah. may cut in in some spots. They've got a buoy. That buoy can move probably 25 it, or 30 feet. It uh, may, depending, depending on, on the, the water and the wind. And, and in the conditions, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah waves, and waves and such. So that that's interesting. Very, that's very interesting, Dave. I mean, of course, you know, we're fitness tech, so we talk a lot about tech. I, yeah. I never thought about throwing that GPS in, a, yeah, in that's an extra layer. interesting. Yeah, I might, might try tonight. Uh, there's a practice swim this evening at Lake Cunningham. The Omaha Triathlon's coming up number of friends doing that one and so uh might measure that course and as an experiment dave you follow any other tri- um triathletes or ironman athletes i know tim o'donnell is has been a, a u.s triathlete that i followed just because we interviewed him at ces last january nice. tim just competed in uh, ironman texas and i watched universal sports you know is mm-hmm. really good about showing those tim took second so congratulations tim i know he probably doesn't listen <laughs> to the podcast but uh, but that's pretty cool. Do you follow any other uh, athletes I- in training, their blogs, those kinds of things? I, I do and I don't. When I was growing up, I, I started as a runner, and so I got Runner's World, and I had some pretty old issues. And one of my favorites is the 1984 Olympic issue. And, um, and you know, Joan Benoit Samuelson and, and uh, other runners like that first women's uh, marathon gold medalist. Um, when I first paid attention to triathlon, it was, of course, Dave Scott, Scott Tinley, and... and um, way back in the day right now um I, I don't know i don't know what it is it's I, I should follow it more closely and maybe it's just that in my old age i'm not as good with names but if i see a face i know you know i can tell you that norman stotler uh he won sure. Ironman in 04 and 06 he just recently maybe yesterday even went into the hospital for a, a leaky heart valve and some things um so i kind of some of these names seem familiar and of course um on the women's side chrissy wellington um, right? Is that the right yep. name? Again, yep. names. No, you're good. Um, you know, you see her just smiling and winning Ironman uh, World Championships all the time, and, and she actually has been in Kansas at the Kansas 70.3 Half Iron for at least the last two years. She was down there. Uh, we saw her this year when we competed, in, and uh, just to see her not only, well, she, she got off the bike in, I think, second place, if I remember right, from, from hearing about it, and then just blew She's a machine away on, on the, the run. Course. Yeah, it's Just smiling. a machine. And then, of course, crossing that yellow brick road carpet they have down there in Kansas and then handing out medals to 
you know, as many finishers as she could until almost the end of the race. I mean, I I finished the race, got cleaned up, went back around to cheer some more people, and she was still out there handing out medals. So you see somebody like that that's a, a great athlete, but also, you know, maybe her K-Swiss uh, sponsorship requires her to do that, maybe, but she seemed like she was having a great time, and she was bringing yeah, a lot of smiles. It shouldn't seem to be that way, that she would do it just for a sponsorship. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah she made a She's lot of She's pretty engaged. Happy. Before she did um, triathlons, she did some overseas work uh to help um you know countries that are struggling with their quality of water put in wells nice and so uh, she had done that for a couple years and came back and started competing and i don't think she even started uh at it necessarily with the goal of being number one in the world uh at at the ironman distance uh you know proven in her three time wins in kona um, but she's just a great athlete. So this yeah. is, it was a mm-hmm. surprise. I think, I think it was a surprise for her that she would do as well as she's done. Um, but you know, there's uh, universal sports has kind of changed the equation, uh, because they show sporting events that, uh, wouldn't normally make ABC, NBC, CBS, or Fox. Right. And so triathlons are one of those. Ironman is one of those. And so if you're ever wondering what it's like and you haven't done that, go pop over to universal sports. Hopefully your cable provider has that. And, uh, and I just DVR it. I just put triathlon into the, or Ironman into the DVR and it just finds any time it's played. And then I watch that. I find it very inspirational to watch it. I don't know why that's just me, but I watch one of those things. If I'm struggling with my workouts, I watch one of those things, man, I want to go out and run a hundred miles. Uh, when I'm done, it's just, it gets me all pumped up. Yeah. I just head over to YouTube and, and watch a two minute promo clip of, uh, well, if this week it was the 2007 world championships and I don't even, you know, 30 seconds into it, you, you got that underwater view of the swimmers just yeah. treading water before the start and, and my ear, my eyes just start leaking and, uh, you yeah. know, it's, yeah, it gets, gets me going. Yeah. It gets you pretty pumped up yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and pretty excited to get out on the, uh, you know, get out on the course. I, I, of course I was inspired to run by, I watched a Nova special on some folks getting ready for the Boston marathon mm-hmm. and they all finished, uh, they're non-athletes and they all finished. And I thought, well, darn it. If those guys can run a marathon, I can run a marathon. And That's so, right. Yeah. And you've nice. been. Yeah. I came yeah. in the next day. Actually, Jamie, you were a big part of that. Cause I came in the next day, Ryan was out and I said, Jamie, I, I watched that on a Sunday and I came in Monday and I said, Jamie, I'm going to run. And I told, I've been telling you guys for a long time, that I would never run. I'm not a runner. I'm too, right. I'm too big. You know, I hate running, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm sure you guys hear that from people all the time. I'm not a runner. Yes. I hear Look it. at me. Am I a runner? I, know. I hear <laughs> that in the fitness center a lot when you're training people for the first time or you're doing the orientation. Yeah. I'll be in there working out and I'll hear them say, well, I'm not really a runner. Right. Everybody's mm-hmm. kind of anxious about that. But that kind of broke the ice for me watching that special, seeing some other folks do it. Dave, one of the things I know you're really good at that I'll encourage people to do as well is go to races when you're not racing mm. and and watch and encourage maybe a friend's doing it. Just go, maybe if you don't even know anybody, uh, just go and volunteer. Yeah. Go and, and watch, take some pictures. Go and, you know, if you've got a friend running it, do that. Um, I know you do that quite a bit. I, I've seen you do that. I've seen the pictures that you do. It, it, I think that means a lot to, to go out and, and, and see that. So if you're struggling with your fitness, Go hang out at one of these things. You'd think oh, it'd be yes. demotivating. Oh, yeah. oh, no. It's totally not. It is. Well, there's a lady here who never worked out in the fitness center and wouldn't even walk in. And now she's lost like a ton of weight, looks like a totally different person, has ran half marathons. I'm sure she'll run marathons, and she is doing awesome. Wow. And mm-hmm. well, and it, both my wife, Jody, and I, our goal is always to volunteer at at least as at least as many races that we race at per year not the same one obviously but if we if we compete in four races then you know 
volunteer at four races or more that year. That's a great, so. that's, that's a great awesome. formula. Yeah. I never thought that. of it that I need to do more of that. I, I, um, you know, Papillion is coming up on Papillion try, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is that a sprint? It is. It's coming up on Sunday. And, uh, and I, I've got a run scheduled for that morning, but that was one of those opportunities. I'm like, darn it. So maybe I need to look at the Omaha try. They and, do need volunteers for that yeah, still, I'm sure. Yeah. And so appreciated. I mean, you, you cannot do a race without the volunteers. Right. That's uh, true. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and you see these people on, on, you know, coming out of the water or on the road and, you know, angels, every one of them really, especially the longer the race gets or the harder it is. Um, it's just, yeah, very needed and very rewarding from both sides. It's a great feeling too. I'll just, I'll just be honest, that volunteer work, and then you know, well, first of all, you know you don't have to do the <laughs> the, the work, right. Right. the run, right? Oh, yeah. um, and But you're helping them out. Uh, I, I come away from those kinds of events uh, 100 more char- times charged up than I would if I ran the event. Um, it's one of those things where giving is definitely better than receiving. Yeah. And uh, uh, so l- let me encourage folks, if they're not, you know, if, if you're not currently in your, or you're struggling with your fitness, uh, find a local race and volunteer for it. I, I think that might be something that gets you fired up pretty quick. Definitely, for get sure. Your, mm-hmm. Get your priorities in line, Dave. Anything else uh, as you get ready here? Where you know, I'd, I had high hopes of actually traveling out there with you. I had yeah. a wedding um, about three, four weeks ago. It just kind of wiped me out financially, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, we'll stay home. We'll try and follow you there. But uh, any other any other thoughts before you head into? Uh, maybe we'll try and get you back on the podcast right before the race as you go in. But sure. any other thoughts? Well, you know, with all due respect to Chrissy Wellington, Chris Lieto, et cetera. Uh, it's, it's the people I, I battle with, that I train with. Um, so stories like yours, Jim, stories like whoever this person is that you mentioned, Jamie, that's, that's um, you know, um, started um, running and, and things. It's just uh, those are the stories uh, that really inspire me and, you know, um, that get me through the day and, and get me through this, these tough times um, down the stretch here. And, and uh, yeah, I... What can I say? Oh, good. And how you're inspiring everyone here. Like, wow, look at Dave. You know, here he is doing another Ironman, the second one, maybe your third. I don't know. It's it's second full, yeah. And, yes, and had second the full. half iron in Kansas. That was my second half, both in Kansas. And, and that was actually a confidence builder. I, had, I PR'd by 35 minutes. Um, just had a great day. Felt really strong. And so um, that was a, a big moment uh, since the last time we talked. Just uh, that, you know, I kind of felt, all right. Maybe I just got lucky today, but I, I also felt like my hard work's paying off. And, and oh, for sure. again, raced with a bunch of friends who, who are training for their first Ironman and some who have who've done quite a few. And uh, it's just fun to be in the mix with everyone this year. And, and again, I, I never thought that I would be able to do an Ironman. I dreamt about it, you know, even as a kid many years ago. And I just kind of put it on the back burner. And, and you know, one thing led to another. And 08 did my first one. Even after having done that one, even, you know, down the stretch here in this one, I'm not sure I could do it again. It's going to be a tougher course. The last one is flat and fast. This one has two mountain passes. It could be hailing. It was last year at the top of one of them. And then, you, have, you know, you've got to ride down in possibly uh, dangerous conditions. And, you, you know, you, you're concerned about just, you know, not drowning, not wrecking, just getting to the run, really. Um, it's all pretty scary. I, you know, I don't know if I could do it. Um, just like someone who's never even thought about doing it until maybe they've heard this interview today or, or seen something on Universal Sports. I don't, I don't know if I could do that, or, or I don't know if I could do a 10K. Hey, you just got to go out there, set some goals, take a shot, and see what happens, and have fun doing it if you can. 
Yeah, it's good advice. That's and awesome. Maybe start with a two-mile walk on the Corporate Cup. On, That's right. You know, this fall. Finishing you your uh, first race, you it know. It starts there. Yeah, you don't Definitely. You don't have to, Jamie. You and I have been big proponents about uh, starting easy, and I think some yes. folks feel like they've got to, you know, they've got to run a marathon out the chute. And, uh, oh. you know, my first goal was just to get two miles uh, without stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that led to three, which led to seven and, and, uh, and so forth. And so my first uh, half marathon took me by surprise. I didn't even, oh, the day I went out to run it, intended to run six. <laughs> we ended up running 12 and a little bit more and uh, had a half marathon under my belt without really even knowing it. So sometimes those things creep up on you and nice. you're, you're ready to go. So, well, Jamie, uh, Dave, thank you for coming and uh, being part of the podcast today. And we'll, we'll again follow. I'm, I'm glad we could follow up now. We'll follow yes. up again with you as we get uh, either right before or maybe right after. Sure, great. And uh, and I'll be interested to hear. You know, we'll certainly want to talk through your experience and and how it felt and when you blacked out and those right. kinds of yeah. <laughs> those kinds of <laughs> race things it. that are very cool. I know uh, you and I spent some time talking about your Florida experience. And uh, I was always, I'm very intrigued by those stories. It's just, you know, you put your body through a lot that day. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's really more of a mental test at times than it is a physical test. But this one is a very strong physical test mm-hmm. as well. It's both. That is for sure. Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks for coming in. Jamie. Thank you, Dave. Uh, Thank you we, uh, That's great. Yeah. We, we have a transition to do here coming up. Yes. So I have no idea where the Fitness Tech Podcast will go. Um, certainly we broke off, uh, you know, Carrie and I are doing the Spartan radio, uh, mm-hmm. with, with Maria and that's, that podcast is doing really, really well. You can uh, check that out. Spartanradio.podomatic.com. And, uh, if you want to go out that, that, that podcast actually tripled on its first show, anything I've ever done on the average guy network. It's crazy. Nice. So, uh, we talk about Spartan racing and obstacle course racing and have interviewed some of the folks. Um, they just recently went through a death race, which is a 36 or 40 hour, um, kind of an exercise in stupidness. I'll, I'll just be honest with you. They move a lot of rocks. They chop a lot of wood. They hike around carrying a lot of wood. They, they march up mountains. They march down mountains. Um, it's kind of a day. It's, it's really an endurance test, right? You, it's hard to train for. You don't know what's coming up. At one point, they had to memorize some scripture, some Bible scripture <laughs> at the top of the mountain, and then walk down the mountain recite it to somebody at the bottom wow they got it wrong they had to walk back up the mountain start again oh my gosh like carrying or dragging a log or something like that so it's really a mental test i mean it is sure physical endurance a little bit different you train a little you you have a defined set of goals that you're looking for in the triathlon these guys go into these races they have no idea what they're up against Um, and so it's kind of crazy but um yeah, and so, Jamie, you and I will have to figure this out over the next right, couple of weeks. Right. And so if you're listening mm-hmm. to the recorded version of this, which everybody will be, um, you will, uh, you'll want to just kind of keep your eyes open for the next podcast. We'll have to figure out. Technology will change a little bit in, in how we bring you in. It will. No longer here in the studio, but we'll have to do it via Skype or something like that. Right. I'll remind folks that uh, if they want to send us an email with ideas, uh, suggestions, uh, good uh, praises, we don't like the negative stuff, so don't send that stuff <laughs> at podcast at theaverageguy.tv. Again, you can find us on Facebook just by searching for The Average Guy Network and find us on Twitter. Uh, easiest way to do that on Twitter is just follow me, Jay Collison, and a lot of times I'll talk about the shows and what's coming up and what we're doing. We'll do it all again next time. I have no idea when next time will be. So we'll, we'll give it, hopefully, maybe we can get some things going in a week or two. And yeah, that get, sounds good. Get you figured out. And uh, Dave will catch up with you uh, whenever we pull it together, either just before or after 
the Iron Man. Good luck to you. Thank as you. you go. Sounds good. You're going to do awesome, Dave. Thanks. You're Thanks. ready. All right. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time on the Fitness Tech Podcast. Thanks, Chris.